Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. This message that we got off uh, one of our uh, listeners just earlier on today. Have a listen to this. It's self-explanatory. Um, this is what uh, Yvonne sent in her message earlier on today. Hi, guys. I've just finished my weekly shop. And for the second time in as many weeks, I'm after witnessing someone robbing steaks. This isn't a little shop. This is a big chain. The first time was two men who just loaded them into a shopping bag and walked out the door. I didn't even know how many it was. Uh, They just filled the bag and walked out. I told the shop manager what I'd seen and he had no interest. Didn't even thank me for letting him know. Then today... There was a woman who picked up a load, probably nine or ten packets, and stuffed them into her backpack before walking out of the shop. She wasn't even trying to be discreet. I debated telling the staff again, but the same manager was on, so I just didn't bother. Now I feel really guilty for not saying what I saw, in case the manager had just played it cool with me last time and then did uh, do something about it. I'm even debating going back and telling them, uh, but I'm really undecided. Should I let the staff know what I saw, or is it none of my business? Now, uh, coincidentally, today, the Irish uh, Daily Mail is reporting that SuperValue have started putting security tags on some of their meats. Which is bizarre when you think about it. Uh, So you're... Your steak will have a security tag on it and it'll have to be scanned across the uh, the machine that, well, knocks the tag off, basically. So there's the question. Should Yvonne have told the manager in the supermarket what she had just witnessed? Or are we now at a stage that things with the cost of living crisis are so severe with a lot of people that they are literally having to steal food? I mean, it's it's a sad state of affairs that there are people who feel the need to steal food in order to make ends meet. Our number is 087-188-0008. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note uh, to that number. And what do you think of the supermarkets putting security tags on um, steaks, for example? Um, apparently, uh, I don't know how true this is. We might look into this. Apparently, Dunn stores have had security tags on their uh, good steaks for years. Now, I've never noticed. Maybe they have. Maybe they have. Yeah, the expensive ones, the fillet steaks and stuff. Maybe they have. Um, but is this... Okay, Yvonne's issue is, should I have told uh, the manager? Should I basically squeal on the person who walked out the door with nine or ten uh, packets of steaks shoved into a backpack? And off she went on her merry little way. Now... Obviously, if if nobody in the supermarket lo- uh, saw it, they obviously won't be looking back on CCTV unless there was somebody monitoring CCTV constantly uh, and maybe just didn't even notice it. 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Let me kick off with uh, line one. And that's you, Hazel. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Hazel. Good, thank you. Well, Hazel, should she just leave us or should she have said something? If it was me, I'd just mind my own business. Mm. 
because it's not my business to get involved in. You know, and you don't know people's circumstances. And that's exactly the que- one of the questions that I'm asking. Are we now at a stage that some people have to steal food? Yeah, probably. And that in itself is yeah. sad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, everyone is struggling mm. at the minute. I mean, there'd be a time when I'd put a few bob every week off my bill and then I'd go and do my shopping. Now, the way the bills are, I'm doing my shopping first and the bills can just wait. But I wouldn't go out stealing. But in over the years, I have seen it at times in different shops and see how they do it, you know. But I just turned a blind eye because it's not my job. You know, it's yeah. up to the shops themselves. To, to, to actually ca- yeah, to catch them. Know? Yeah. But it, okay, so so, so you, but you do believe that things have gotten so bad, so tight uh, with uh, people's finances that some people are, have no choice but to rob food. Uh, I am not saying people are doing that because people have always done it. You know, even in the good times, people have always robbed out of shops. But if someone is robbing now out of necessity to take a home and feed their kids, I understand that. Mm. Not for Robin to go and sell it to get like a Coke or something. You know what I mean? No, but but you believe that there are some people in our society that are so financially hamstrung that they have no choice but to rob food if they get the opportunity? I'd say so, yeah. I genuinely would. Hmm. And, I mean, you hear it all the time, even. And for the last few years, you're hearing it that uh, Vincent de Paul had just dropped. They can't keep up with the demands. You know, they can't return phone calls. You know, so the, the support isn't out there for people. You know, where people in this country did used to turn to St. Vincent de Paul. Even Vincent de Paul are so flat out. Yeah. Hmm. You know, um, they're struggling with the demands. So I'm sure a lot of people are left with no choice. Hmm. Okay, but in in answer to the question from Yvonne about telling the uh, manager that he witnessed a woman putting nine or ten uh, packets of steak into her backpack and walking out of the shop, she should just mind her own business, should she? Yeah, because it's not her job. It's up to each individual shop to be on top of things and look out. You know, look out for what's happening in their store, you know. And, you know, that woman doesn't know who that person is. And say she did report it, and then she's on her way home with a few messages, and she gets the head knocked off her, you know, mm. because she's at a rotten the mill. Yeah. Um, okay. So as far as you're concerned, um, you believe that she should mind her own business, and yeah. things are bad enough now that some people have had to resort to uh, stealing. Yeah, and I'm not saying people are, but I would understand if people are, because stealing in shops has always went on. Hmm. I've witnessed that over the years in different supermarkets, you know. Okay, stay there, stay there for once. How easy they have done it as Hmm. well. All right, but stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Hazel. 87 is our number. If you want to send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note, Yvonne is the lady who co- contacted us. 
Uh, it's the second time she's witnessed this in two weeks. A customer in a supermarket uh, robbing steaks, or robbing meat at least. Um, I don't know how she could be sure that it's steaks, but maybe she was right beside her. I don't know. Anyway, yesterday... Uh, there was a woman who picked up a load, probably nine or ten packets, and stuffed them into her backpack before walking out of the shop. She wasn't even trying to be discreet. I debated telling the staff again, but the same manager was on, so I didn't bother because the last time she reported somebody, nobody did anything she doesn't think. Now I feel guilty for not saying what I saw in case the manager had just played it cool with me last time and then did uh, do something about it. I'm even debating going back and telling them, but I'm really undecided. Now... As I said, it does raise the whole issue about whether or not things are that bad here uh, in Ireland now financially that um, somebody may be forced to steal to feed their family, basically. We'll take a quick break. We've more of your calls in a moment. And this is Adrian Kennedy with you until uh, two o'clock this afternoon. Now, I got a very sad message in a moment ago, and this is what what we want to have this conversation about. I don't want to give my name, but we have nothing until tomorrow when I get children's allowance. My partner works, I get job seekers, and we can't afford food. I was thinking, what will I do for food for the kids today? I'll have to ask someone for a loan, but I understand why someone would rob food. Isn't that sad? To hear that this person does not know how they're even going to eat today. They'll have to go and borrow money just to uh, get something to eat today. Anne sent me this WhatsApp voice note. For God's sake, what I want to know is, what is she, the, uh, the household police? Like, has she nothing better to do with herself, only take herself backwards and forwards to the supermarket reporting people stealing? Like, she doesn't know the people's circumstances. It's nothing to do with her. She should mind her own business. She should mind her own business. Thank you, Anne. Uh, Yvonne is the lady who contacted us. She was in a supermarket yesterday. She witnessed for the second time in two weeks, by the way, um, a customer robbing food, robbing meat, robbing steaks. And then uh, she says yesterday, uh, sorry, she reported it two weeks ago, nothing was done. Uh, Then today there was a woman who picked up a load, probably nine or ten packets, stuffed them into her backpack before walking out of the shop. She wasn't even trying to be discreet. And I debated telling the staff again, but the same manager was on, so I didn't bother. Now I'm feeling a little bit guilty. And we're asking whether or not there is ever an excuse to steal food. 087-188-0008 is our uh, number. 087-188-0008. I worked for a uh, big supermarket previously, says this message. Every Thursday after the meat delivery was packed, two guys uh, would come and fill up bin bags with all the meats over €10. Euro. This is high-end stuff. Uh, They would then sell it to their neighbours for €7 in their estates. That was in 2012. The uh, company, the supermarket chain, is losing a fortune in stock. There is CCTV and security, and that manager will get into trouble, says Mick. And this is back to uh, the manager in the supermarket yesterday. Let me go to line uh, two, and where am I going now? Kat, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hiya, Kat. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm I'm good, thank you. What did you want to say on this? I would say nothing. I keep my mouth shut because you don't know people's circumstances. As like listening to those voice messages and texts that you um, had just read out, 
you don't know people's circumstances. People could be on the brink of it and have no money, no food, and I would say nothing because it's none of our business. It's none now, of our business. None of our business. Now, if I saw, if I was in the supermarket and I saw teenagers like Kathleen and daring each other and then you knew that they were only doing it just to be messers and all that, I would think about it then. But anyone else, no, I would say absolutely nothing and even because things are so tough for people at the moment that um, you just don't know. You don't know what's going on in people's houses. You don't know what people, are their partners gambling, have their partners a drink problem, and they have no more, they have no money for food. You just don't know. So I would say nothing. I would say nothing because if they do complain them, then like the kids might be that mother or might be the only one that the kids have. And then if she has a prison record or has goes or you know gets into trouble, it's it's not fair. Then like I would just say nothing. I just I would say absolutely nothing. It's none of our business at all. Is, is, is there is there any excuse for somebody well, robbing I food? I don't condone it. No, obviously I don't. But I would just keep out of it. She's told the manager. The managers are there. Like I go into Dunn's every week. I see people working on the security with the CCTV. That's their job. You know, if it's that obvious, if she's walking out as bold as brass with the and putting them in, you know, into her bag, sure as to God, she's done it before. Because the more you do it, the more confidence you get. Mm-hmm. So obviously, she's got away with it before. So why are these? Why is this manager not looking out? And why is he not seeing it before? Ultimate, why is the, the guy on the CCTV who's sitting down and watching the aisle by aisle on the little TV? If she, she's that obvious, he would have seen it. And why didn't they do something? That's, That's a good question I that, that I can't answer. But as far yeah. as you're concerned, it's not her job. Uh, it's not, not her, her responsibility. Job. She should just mind her own business. Mind her own business because you just don't know people's circumstances. Like that text message, that poor woman, that she has no money until tomorrow. And she's no, Isn't that dreadful? No it really is. It's very Absolute. sad to hear. Oh my God! I actually and and, and won't talk to it. Won't talk to us either. And I'm assuming because there is a shame factor to admitting yeah, something it, it like is that. Awful. And the government need to step in. They need to do a lot more because if there's a lot of times I've been listening on the show and I've been nearly in tears hearing people and they're at the brink of it. They have no money. Hmm. And I, I look. I know it. I don't condone stealing, and I wouldn't steal, but. God, like if I was on the brink of it and I had no money to feed my kids. God, you don't know what you do. You don't know what, like if, you know, like my, my, my kids have two boys and they're almost constantly hungry. So if I had, you know, God knows what I would do if I was, if, if my situation was like that. I, I can't answer it. I would hope to think that I wouldn't do it. I'd probably have asked, I'd ask people for a loan, but this person mightn't have someone, you know. They mightn't have or they might be ashamed of themselves. Mm. And like that woman that wouldn't, that wouldn't come on. She's probably God love her, like, you know. It's, it's so, and here, it's so here, I, have to, I have to read another message out um, yeah. from a guy, I won't, I won't uh, give his name out, but he lives in Baldoyle in Dublin. And he just messaged us a moment ago and he said, Adrian, I'm the same as that person who texted you. Every Tuesday, I have to rob from the shops to feed the kids. We don't eat until uh, we don't eat until the kids are fed. Then we eat their leftovers. Life is poxy, says oh, uh, that guy from so uh, Baldoyle. But then yeah. here, here's the sad part, of it, the really sad part. Uh, we sent he sent that in on WhatsApp and we sent a message back. Uh, would you be free to come on the air and have a chat with Adrian? Yeah. And the reply to that message is no. People will know my voice. I'd be too embarrassed. Yeah. 
and obviously Terrible. too yeah. embarrassed to admit that things are so bad yeah, that he God has God. to rob food every Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, it's so wrong. It's so wrong. And it, it, it does upset me now hearing those messages because, you know, like, I just, oh, I just don't know. I don't know what way this world is coming to and what we are is coming to. But either there's a lot more people that are not texting in or are feeling exactly I, I, I agree with you. I agree. But uh, again, yeah. you, you don't condone uh, stealing, but... <laughs> But, no, if somebody I, is I, doing yeah. it, just mind your own business. Like that poor man, like that poor man, those two people. Yeah, I would say, God like, and I hope you don't get caught. You know, I just hope, because God love you, you they're putting their kids first, they're eating the leftovers. Oh, isn't that so sad? It is. God love them. Mm. He's risking, he's, he's risking, he's, you know, like, he's obviously embarrassed about it, and he's going in, and he's risking that he might get caught. What, you know, like, God That's love That's how bad things are, best, yeah. Like, you know, it's just really, really sad. Like, you know, so like, as you say, that that Lady Yvonne, like, there's a that's probably why they're that's why they're um that's why they're they're robbing because they just can't afford it. You know, and okay, but do, do me a favor if you can stay there for one second if you can, Cat. Our number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or do what Andrew did: send us a WhatsApp voice note to that number oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. What's the story, Adrian? So I was listening there about the lads uh, filling their bags with steak and I can't get over the fact that, oh yeah, they're struggling but they're still filling their bags with steak. I sympathise with anyone with the cost of living crisis at the moment but like, it's literally a case of living outside your means. Like, where do we draw the line with theft? Joe, you know, if someone needs a new phone, did it just take someone else's? I, I can't stand behind theft in any circumstance. Sorry. Thanks. All right, there you go. Uh, and, and Kat, just that message from that uh, man who's been messaging us, yeah. who wouldn't come on the air because he's so embarrassed but he has to do it every uh, Tuesday. He just sent us another message in which he says, I'm crying here now, listening back to you reading my message. I don't want to be doing it, but I have to. That's crater. very sad. Oh, my God, crater. Oh. And I would love to talk to you. Know. you. Um, you the person in Baldoyle knows who they are. I'd love to talk to you because... That is awful that you're having to. Oh, the poor creator! Live, I live so like that, absolutely. Like, yep. You know, it's like, oh, the poor fella. Like, mm. you know, I, I really hope, I hope he gets. You know, I hope he gets sorted. Like, I hope something. You know, there's help. I'd love if Leo and all them were listening to this and you know, seeing how people are struggling and seeing is there. You know, it's it's just so wrong. Like, it's so wrong that that poor man is too embarrassed to come on. That he, you know, that's so wrong. Like, you know, yeah, and, it really is. All yeah. right, um, let me go to Bridie. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio, Bridie. How are you? Hello, Adrian. Hello, Bridie. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Enjoying your show. Thank you very much indeed, Bridie. Now, what did you want to say on this? Uh, I've been listening and uh, I noticed that at the Times, the lady, I don't think she should feel bad because obviously she's, she's done her best. She's reported it once. And I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to go back and report something that happened days or a week earlier. But the, the point of being, I know people are talking about hard times and people not having money and all that. I noticed they're only robbing steak. If you were hungry, wouldn't you? Well, no, I, don't, had- I, I don't know if this woman can say with absolute certainty that it's steaks that they're robbing no. because, you know, the steaks and the mints will be right beside each other. It could have um, been packets of mints for I all I know. There's no exact, but they're usually in kind of, the, they're in a slim pack. They fit more easily into your backpack or even your pockets or whatever people will put them in mm. because they're flat. So a few packets of mint to be a bit bulky. But the point of being is, if you had, we could say, 10 steaks under 12 each, 
that's over 100 euros. So yeah, no, oh, oh, no, there's no denying uh, how so valuable it could be. Yeah. And took a dress for 100 euro off the thing the guards would be called. So, I mean, in general, I just think it's a, it's, it's a bad thing to set up just to let people be going around robbing what they like because I wouldn't do it. And I mean, I'm like everybody else. Back in the day when people were first married and all, you were living on a budget and, you know, you only had so much money to buy. I mean, I never bought steak, you know, I was on a low budget and you're buying things that were cheap, chicken legs and all that for your Sunday dinner, no desserts, you weren't buying loads of alcohol or whatever. People have just got it too cushy. And I mean, I know there was that man or whoever it was was on earlier about having no food in the house and mm. all that. I, I think surely there's somebody that would help them. Have they not got a sister? Well, like I said, uh, to, to that person from Baldoyle in Dublin who's been messaging us, um, he, he won't answer our call and he, 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 he won't talk to us. So yeah, I would I, give him money myself if I just thought you could give somebody a tenner. But the point in being is stealing is stealing. Obviously, if the security guard was standing at the door and you could give somebody the nod. But I mean, over the years, in many, many different shops, I have seen people stealing stuff, and I've always recorded it. Have you? To the, yeah, to the security staff, to be a, a woman floor walker or somebody literally at the door. And I would just say to them, I believe that person might be taking something. And, and nine times out of ten, they'll say back to you, uh, we're watching them already, we have them on cameras. Somebody would be in their ear, you know, talking to them to say whatever. But... Um, I just don't get that, that they're starving and that's why they're robbing the stiff. They're probably selling them on and they, they could be fake, as you say. Well, no, I've, I, I've never heard, I've heard of a black market in lots of products, um, you know, cigarettes, alcohol, uh, televisions, you name it. I've never yeah. heard of a black market in steaks, if I'm yeah, to be honest now. You see, you see, steaks, uh, that is kind of a luxury item to buy in your shopping list now for lots of people. Because I, I know if you buy two steaks, it could be 13 euros. And if you're on, if you're on, if you're on 200 euros a week social welfare payment, you know, you're not going to buy too many steaks. But no, you're probably not. And a lot of people are messaging in, hold on, steaks? Why not a sliced pan and a packet of ham? Um, yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I don't know about you. If I were robbing um, uh, from a shop, the last thing I'd want to rob is a sliced pan. How in God's name do you conceal you're that? You're not going to fit that. No. You're not going to fit that. But, but uh, as I say, wouldn't you go over to the sausage counter and put a packet of sausage in each of your pockets and just walk out? Because at least if you're arrested, they're going to take pity on you and say this packet of sausage is only three or four euros. Hmm. But the thing is, you cannot let people away with that. Where will it end? Do you know what I mean? And I mean, some people would be of a nervous disposition and they might feel, you know, upset or agitated and that. But I mean, they might be afraid of retaliation. You know, maybe somebody giving you a dig or, you know, pushing you or whatever somebody might do. Or maybe you see them on the street another day and you'd report to them and they knew. So that could be anxiety for a lot of people, I think. They don't have, and I mean, I'm like of a certain age now. When I was younger, I wouldn't have worried so much about that. When you're a little bit older, you might have a bit of anxiety. But that girl has nothing to, to, to call herself back on because she did the right thing the first time. She's not there to look after the shop. But I mean, if she wanted to, she could send an email to the general office and say, on two occasions, I've seen your shop getting robbed blind and I have reported it. Mm. You might want to watch your CCTV. She could just send an email. She doesn't have to, or she could send a letter even. She doesn't have to put her name on it or just ring on the telephone. But it depends on what shop it was. But I mean, for years now, I know Lidl have had the, the silver um, thing on the back that sets off the alarm because 
I'd, I'd never known that until, uh, yeah, or, or maybe I did. It, I just never noticed. Maybe I just didn't very notice. Very good at your recycling in your house. If you're washing a, a steak tray out because it's bloodied, there's a silver. It looks like a monogram thing, like a stamp on the end, and it's silver. If you were to try and pull that off, it's welded on there. Mm. So that is a security tag, if you want to call it that. So okay, that's, I, I, it's interesting how. Some people listening to our friend in Baldoyle uh, have immense sympathy for him and hate to hear of somebody being in that sort of predicament that they have to rob every Tuesday because they've no money left. And then you get heartless messages like this. That guy from Baldoyle, does he have Netflix? Wi-Fi in his house? The best TV and phone going? Absolutely no sympathy for him. Go and get a job and then you could buy your own food. How... Uh, I. I pity his poor children, says Tom in uh, Dublin. Now, Tom, I don't know the man's circumstances. For all I know, he could have a job. I don't know uh, whether or not he um, has a job. He he says in another message to us, and again, uh, man in Baldoyle, uh, he says, Adrian, I can't talk, and I know the risks involved, but my kids are more important than a charge sheet. Uh, again, to uh, that man in Baldoyle, I don't know your circumstances, but I'm I'm reading some of the messages coming in and they're not overly sympathetic, some of them. Some are, but some definitely uh, aren't. PJ, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hiya, PJ. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thank you, PJ. Now, what did you want to say on this? I worked for nine years for a multi-store, um, very popular store in, in Ireland. And I've been out of that trade now for about the last four years. But the whole thing of robbing food because of the um, food crisis, it's not new. This was happening, I started retail around 2011. Right. And was it common then? It was, yes, it was was pretty common. We used to call them trolley push-outs, we used to call them. And And this is somebody who will accidentally, uh, uh, on purpose, forget to pay for their shopping. Yeah, but they'd have they'd have uh, they'd have a system. These boys are well set up, Adrian. They have spotters. They have people on phones. You know, one said that one fellow watching the security man. They'd be on an earpiece to a guy who was actually taking the stuff. They drop it in a particular area. Somebody else come along and pick it up, and push the trolley out the door. So they wouldn't be going in on their own. Now I know there is like that that poor man. I only came in on the back end of that that uh, man in Dublin there. But when I walked in at another um, big company um, in Ireland, um, there was a woman who used to come in there on a Wednesday. And she used to take baby formula and nappies. And she tried her best like to conceal it. But i seen her doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have it in me to stop her doing that. She'd be in because of Friday morning when she get paid. And she'd go a trolley full of shopping. She had two small children with her and the woman was on her own because... And I, what, did I, you turn I, a blind eye to her robbing the nappies? I did, yeah. I did. And, I, I, and, I, and, I just didn't have it in me. And so risking was, risking your own job, uh, PJ? If you don't see it, you can't report it, uh, Adrian, you know. You Would see, you... Security of, the retail security of job is to observe and report. Right? So when you would see something like that, you'd hand it over to the, the in, internal security and you'd work in tandem with them, then you'd go outside the door you have to keep the cameras on these people all the time to make sure that they haven't dropped it off. You know, because there's a lot of false arrests pay out a lot of money for that. 
And that's actually a thing now where people go in and pick stuff up and palm it off spite of the one side in the event of you hoping that they'll stop you. And, and uh, you by, the way, court, by the way, I, I stand corrected uh, on the black market in meat products because apparently there is. I just got mm-hmm. a, a, this message come in a second ago. Um, a, a woman just rang us, should I say, uh, who was walking in the Liberties in Dublin on Saturday and was offered meat for sale of uh, two people on the street. So there, oh, is, yeah. there is a black yeah. market in steak. Oh, Who? there is. I mean, for the black market itself, there's nothing you can buy in a shop you can't buy in a black market. I, I've, I've just and never uh, seen or heard of, of meat being sold on the, on the black market, but obviously oh, yeah, I, at I, a tenner a packet, it is valuable. Yeah, I've seen, uh, Adrian, I've seen uh, women and men, mostly women, that put the, the likes of the steaks, the, the sausages, the puddings, they put them down their underwear. Or they'd have like the bags um, tied around their waist underneath a fancy skirt, and they'd be filling the bags. I mean, what are you supposed to do if I if I see somebody doing that, and I know that they have maybe a hundred, two hundred quid worth of stuff in uh, concealed underneath their skirt or dress? What are you supposed to do? Like, okay, so you're admitting that in a previous life as a security guard, you found yourself out of absolute sympathy, uh, turning a blind eye to seeing somebody steal stuff that you know they needed. That I know they needed. There was two small children with, with that. There probably no nappies in the house. Woman was unemployed. She was on her own with two children, receiving just her benefits. But when she got her money, she would gladly spend that in that shop. Yes. Okay. So it's week. not like she wasn't spending any money or was robbing absolutely uh, everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, listen, if somebody was to come in and load up a trolley with whiskey and brandy and 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 top of the range food, that's a different story um, altogether. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a different story. Although steaks, because, uh, people, steaks, you could argue are top of the range food. No. Yes, but if you're going. Uh, Adrian, if you're going out to rob a car, you're not going to buy. You're not going to rob uh, a one nine one car, are you? You're going to rob a two 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 car because if you get caught, at least at least you got a two two two. In fairness, like so. You're not as as a matter of interest, I, I, um, do you think there are many security guards like you who, for want of a better word, have a heart? Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine, but see, then again, that's down to the person, um, Adrian, you know, like, I'm the youngest of 11, and we struggled growing up as well, and, you know, we lived out in the, in the country, we used to rob potatoes out of fields and stuff like that. We didn't really have a choice, but, mm. uh, you know, uh, the, the problem has always been around. It's not the, the crisis is not helping. Yeah. All right, uh, in fact, uh, I just, want to, read a, just want to read another message that just came in to us. Adrian, there's a certain pub in Dublin 1 where the shoplifters regularly come in and sell all their robbed steaks and meat. It's well known uh, in town for it, says Ger. Uh, Thanks, Ger. I want to squeeze in one final call. Gavin, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Gavin. How are you doing, Adrian? Uh, good, thanks, Gavin. What did you want to say on this? Adrian, like the woman you had on a few minutes ago, what that was talking about, saying that you should report it and, you know, that maybe that person, that man that was struggling, uh, has a brother or sister or mm. someone that can help them. Well, these people are living in another world. And I just want to say a few things, Adrian. That, I just want to get a few things across. About a week ago in Clearwater in Tesco, in Finglas there, I seen a woman walk out with a trolley full of stuff. And yes, the security guard seen her. And you know what? She he didn't stop her. She walked out. She went straight. You could see her pushing like, right through. She didn't buy the stuff. And I'm looking at her saying, well, she probably fucking needs it. 
Now, me, me, mind the language there, Gav, if you don't yeah, mind. And, like, and, by the, and by the way, I'm, I'm just taking your word on that story because obviously I don't have that security guard here. Uh, wh- what yeah. happened? What happened? Well, did, did I see, look, I see not just you. Not the way, if you, you, in the fingers one test, uh, Adrian, you walk straight through the door and you're right in. She came back that party rather than coming the party around where you pay, if you know what I mean. So she just came back out the way she went in with a big trolley full of stuff. But if and I'm not mistaken, out, if I'm not mistaken, at that door, there is a security guard on the television. There was two security guards. So they just didn't notice her? Really, there was two of them. One wasn't really looking, but the other one did. He stood there looking at her and she just stole out. But he must and have assumed she'd paid for everything. Maybe, yeah, possibly. But, like, I know she didn't. But what I'm saying is, in general to that, in general to what I'm saying is, like, it's all right for me. I'm all right. I'm not wrong. I'm all right. right? So I look at Ireland as a whole. And you take... A woman that's struggling, that has two kids, that's maybe on a we- welfare payment of 300 euros a week. And people say, ah, they're living great. Well, I'll tell you something, Adrian. 300 quid a week wouldn't get me my shop, right? And these people are expected to pay their rent, their gas, their ESP, which has gone through their roof, their shopping, their travelling for their kids' school and all, out of that amount of money. If they can't afford it, like if my kids said to me, they were starving, Adrian, and I had no money, I do what they did. So we do feel for them. Okay, and and that's the point. And in fact, just back to my friend here in um, in Dublin, in Baldoyle in, in Dublin. He's messaged us a couple of times. Um, and again, I'm, I'm so sorry that this person won't talk to me because I really would like to, to hear his the story. But stigma. let me just... Yeah, um, it is stigma, absolutely. He says, in answer to the question from some of our listeners, does he have like best telly or the best uh, internet and whatever? Here's what he wrote back. Uh, no, I don't. I don't even have the normal TV stations. I have to walk everywhere. I don't care what people say as long as my kids are happy and healthy. Uh, lucky them that can afford to buy their food. And then he goes on to say, I've no credit to call anyone. I use my neighbour's internet as it's not blocked. Other than that, I've no way to contact anyone. That's very sad. And I'm really sorry that, um, that you won't talk to us. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show.